Jody Holiday, uh, thank you so much for being a guest on the Fact Up podcast. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you for having me. You are a travel influencer and brand advocate specialist at Tourism Saskatchewan. You're very good at doing both, but just in case people have no idea what that means, please explain. Um, well, you could just call me a travel media specialist. Okay. <laughs> um, that's a shortened version. Uh, yeah, my title was just kind of a working title and they forgot to change it. So travel media specialist kind of covers it. Okay. So what does that entail for, for people who are just, you know, tuning in? What, what does that entail exactly? What do you do? You filter well, out the people that you don't want in your province? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, no, so I work with travel writers like you, and um, now travel writers can be anything, right? It used to be traditional travel writers for magazines or newspapers. Now it includes influencers or Instagrammers or, you know, bloggers, all sorts of media. So um, that's why the travel media is kind of like a catch-all term. So I bring travel media into the province and I show them how amazing Saskatchewan is. And then they go home and write about it or, you know, share all of their stories and photographs about how amazing Saskatchewan is. And that makes people want to come here. I, I tell people um, uh, quite a bit that Saskatchewan has been on my travel radar for years. Um, Excellent. And, and the, the constant response, the consistent response I always get is this look, <laughs> and the question of why Saskatchewan, um, yeah. you're, you're out to prove that Saskatchewan isn't flat, right? That's true. Um, There's a very flat part right where the Trans-Canada Highway is. And that's where everyone drives right through. And that is, you know, the best place to build a highway is on the flat part. So right. <laughs> that's what everyone thinks. Saskatchewan is flat and boring because they've just driven through on the number one. So Right. And again, that, that goes into, um, I guess it's, it's part of the individual. If you're, if you're willing to go off the highway and take an off-ramp, yes. and you're not just looking at you know, a straightaway and you've got the tunnel vision, and this is a you know, destination as opposed to the journey, um, you can easily overlook a lot of the beauty that Saskatchewan has to offer. Um, Absolutely. And you know, I always used to associate it with you know, fields of grain. Obviously, it's flat. You know, the idea is go from Ontario to Alberta because there's nothing in the middle, right? Um, <laughs> but color plays a super prominent role throughout Saskatchewan. Like, for example, are the northern lights really brighter there? Are the yeah. clay canyons that bold? Are your 100,000 lakes and rivers as blue and clean as they say they are? Yes. And are the purple sand beaches really that purple? Yes. Uh, I've actually never seen the purple sand beaches. <laughs> right? You should go to Saskatchewan. I know. Well, <laughs> the purple sand beaches, um, apparently they're not, they don't happen every year. And sometimes you have to kind of look for them. And, and so I, uh, I've heard they're amazing when you can see them. Um, the Northern Lights are obviously fantastic. Uh, there's been years when I've been in my backyard in Regina and you can see them. So, you know, obviously they're way better up north where there's no light pollution, but they're amazing. Um, one of the uh, most amazing places is when I go up to LaRange and Missinippi area, like where the Churchill River is and seeing the Northern Lights up there is absolutely stunning. It's great. You know, Saskatchewan is also loaded with, with a lot of graceful landscapes, um, living skies as as uh 
as it's well known in Saskatchewan, Living Skies. On our license plate, Land of the Living Skies. That's exactly (laughs) it. Plenty of places to find your version of peace. Um, Mm -hmm. The sand dunes, largest active uh, sand dunes in the country. By the way, for those who don't know, um, people are finding their peace these days, but, you know, during normal times. But where do you go to get away from the routine generally? And where have you found yourself going more and more these days during the pandemic? Well, I just go to my basement during the pandemic. Awesome. <laughs> That's my peaceful place. It's down right. here with my, all my records and you can't see, but on the other side is my bar. <laughs> so right. That's my peaceful place. Right. Um, but I know like Saskatchewan, I think once this pandemic is over, uh, Saskatchewan is going to be a great place to go because there's not a lot of people here. We're known for our wide open spaces, you know. We're about the size of Texas, but we only have 1.2 million people here. So it is going to be a great place to get away and not see people. I think we're going to come out of this and have like, there, there's going to be like a big sense of agoraphobia and, you know, a fear of other people. And so this is a great place to go to get away from people. Right. Um, I like to go north or south. Um, I'm kind of in the south, but you know, I can go farther south. Grasslands National Park is one of my favorite places to go. Um, The east block usually only gets um, a few thousand visitors a year. So it's definitely a place to get away. It's the darkest dark sky preserve in Canada. You're gonna see amazing stars at night. It is so beautiful down there. It is so quiet. Um, one of the quietest places on earth. It is just amazing down there. You can sit by the campfire with Brenda Peterson who works there and she'll play her banjo and make you some bannock. It's just it's just one of those amazing places to go. Um, anywhere north, um, Prince Albert National Park is our other national park. North of the park as well. Like it's just, it's a whole other world up there. You're hitting boreal forest by that time. It's definitely not flat up there. It's all lakes rock trees it's amazing you'll see lots of wildlife up there um you'll see elk you'll see moose you'll see bears oh it's just amazing so lots of um water you like get on the lake get on rivers like anything get away from people (laughs) that's exactly it if if you want uh physical distancing beyond the physical distancing that works right now you can find (laughs) it in saskatchewan yes I'll give you an example. So when I when I go to certain places in the world, I I don't I feel as if I uh, I cannot speak, like I feel something that's tangible, but I can't explain it. In your in your kind of point of view, because you are a local and because you are you know in Saskatchewan all the time, inspirational points and places in Saskatchewan that kind of go between the lines where you don't find them in the guidebooks or um, in, in kind of a, a blogger's travel note or, or a vlog, inspirational points that people um, potentially could feel something but can't explain why? I, like, Loaded question, I know. Loaded. Yeah. I, I mean, a lot of our province, a lot of the – it's just the, it's the outdoors. There's so many special places here, and everyone has their own places, but – Aside from like our natural beauty, like like I said, like the East Block of Grasslands is is a special place in my heart, but it's the people here. Like 
you can't go to the east block of grasslands without coming into contact with brenda peterson like she's an amazing she, like you if you go into the visitor center there it like half of the stuff there is it like it's like going into her her own house like it's it's all stuff from her land um like you know it's just you're in her living room essentially right um and uh like i was i've I've been, um, you know, obviously I'm not doing my regular job right now because at this point of the year, I would be planning all of these amazing trips around Saskatchewan and to other places. And um, so I'm not doing that right now. Right now I'm reaching out to our wonderful industry in, in Saskatchewan and seeing how they're doing. And, and I was talking to um, Carlo Gambatista this morning. Uh, he has run the Italian Star uh, Deli in Regina um for years his his parents came over from italy and i think they opened it up sometime in the early 60s and they've been running this uh deli for like, like that long and now um carlos kids are taking over um but talking to carlo just about you know him making these sandwiches and selling all these amazing meats and cheeses and and he's just he's one of those guys that you know he's he's part of the community and you know he's he's just selling meat and cheese you can buy meat and cheese anywhere, but because he's, you, you just feel like when you walk in, in there again, you're in his living room, but he's selling meat and cheese, you know, it, it's, he's part of the community and, and he knows everybody's name when you walk in and, um, <laughs> we, we had a big chat about the Tiger King, you know, because everyone's right. watching that, right? But right. he, a few years back, he, uh, used to have a mullet. Okay. When he cut his mullet, he was on the CBC News because of it. Because everybody knows Carlo, and everybody knows that he has a mullet. Like these are these are the people that we have in Saskatchewan. Like everybody knows who they are, and they're not just a business. They're you know they're they're a place that you go because of the people. So there's there's all sorts of hidden gems like. You know, I live in Regina, so I know all the Regina people. I'm starting to get to know more of the Saskatoon people just because of the nature of my job. But, you know, when I travel, those are the things that I look for, right? Like I reach out to people in other cities and I'm like, where do you go? You know, like I reach out to the locals there and I'm like, what should I know about this place? And often it's the places where you go eat. It's the places where you go drink, you know? I'm kind of a city gal, so the the nature places are great, and I love those in Saskatchewan. But it's it's the people, it's it's the food, <laughs> you know. Mm -hmm. I know you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about, which leads to my next question. Like the the impression that I get from uh, the middle of the country and the east coast, but we'll talk about the middle of the country is uh, a group of people who support each other, especially when times mm -hmm. are super tough. Yeah. What have you seen besides, I mean, what you just described was, was amazing. What else have you seen uh, from the community that kind of ignites that faith and hope uh, within Regina, within the province itself? Other examples that you can name? Oh, there's so many. Um, I just see so, so many people coming together. Um, a friend of mine, uh, Xenophon Gargazidis, he makes pizzas out of his house. Really delicious high-end pizzas. Um, he can't do that right now, so he's making food to give away to shelters, to frontline workers. He's got a group of um, four or five people there all getting together and just making food. Loblaws is giving them um, 
all of the supplies they need. They're also getting donations from friends and families and strangers. So he used to run this pizza place, like it was called Artisan Pizza. And they're just, they're just doing it for love and for community. And, you know, like he, he, you know, they're just doing amazing things. I think they just dropped off a big load of, of sandwiches and packages to Carmichael Outreach. And, you know, like all of these, these amazing things that people are doing, you know, everyone, everyone across the country are making masks, you know, mm -hmm. for frontline workers and everything. Like it's, you know, the hand sanitizer, like, you know, these are Canadian stories as well, but you know, it's, it's happening here. I know, um, uh, Milton Ribello from Sky Cafe and Bistro, uh, they, their restaurant closed down and, you know, they're, they're um, probably in a better place financially than some other restaurants. And he has a lot of um, older ladies that go there for lunch all the time. And so he just put together some packages and dropped them off at their house, uh, houses. And, and the ladies were like, well, how do we pay you? And he's like, you know, you've already paid paid for these you know you come in all the time and so you know he's taking care of his customers out of his own pocket and you know there's there's just stories like that all over the place and it's just it it's amazing to me that we have so many amazing people like that that even in a time where you know they might not be making any money they're still reaching out and helping their community so and it's <laughs> And I have that effect on people. These questions are designed. You're like a Barbara Walters here. <laughs> I love that. That's the whole point. Uh, that's the whole point. It's, yeah. it's people helping people. Yeah. Uh, and, and since I've restarted this podcast, that's, that's a beautiful theme that's been kind of mm -hmm. running through everything. It's yeah. people uh, foregoing a payment. It's people drastically discounting. It's, it's supermarkets coming in and, and saving the day, supplying yeah. things. So I always feel um, that that is really the soul of the community. It's not so much the dish, but it's, who ma who's, it's who's making the dish. It's Absolutely. The dish. It's the community coming together. Yeah, like my friend uh, Mark Heisey, he owns Rebellion Brewery in Regina. And, um, you know, they're, they're a big brewery. They have big trucks. So they went to the y, YMCA, YMCA, YWCA, I think. Mm -hmm. They're helping them move furniture to set up... Um, Oh, I can't remember what it was, but like, they're just helping out in the community. They're doing whatever they can because they have big trucks to help people move things. And, you know, they're, they're doing everything they can, um, for the community. I know, uh, one of <laughs> their tap room manager shaved her head to raise money for mental health awareness. And, you know, like they're, they're just doing everything, like including like shaving their heads, <laughs> Right. <laughs> anything right. they can do. So yeah, it's. And Mark, I know, has been running ragged, just doing anything he can just to help out whoever needs it, right? So, Is this out of the ordinary for Saskatchewan, or is this, is this a pretty common theme generally? I don't, I, I don't think it is very out of the ordinary. I think that this is an extraordinary time, so we're seeing more of it. But I think it's very indicative of who we are as a people. We're, you know, we're a very small community and, you know, ultimately like we, you know, Saskatchewan was a, a farming community when we started and this is kind of what, what you do. You just help your neighbor, right? You mentioned Grasslands National Park a few minutes ago. Um, you know, Saskatoon, for example, was named 
I think it was three years ago, 2017, as one of the top destinations. Um, Grasslands is, is still one of these amazing places that sees, let's say, far fewer visitors than your BAMPs of the world. Are you feeling that when this is all said and done, the staycation takes precedence over the international flight, uh, potentially the cruise, uh, you know, the even crossing the border into the U.S.? Um, do you think kind of moving forward, what does the travel kind of scene look like in Canada specifically Saskatchewan? Well, I think um, always, always our, our number one, like the, the people that are in our parks, like our, our provincial parks and our national parks, number one are our own people. Number two, our neighbors uh, to the West, Alberta. So those are kind of our big, um, you know, like our, our big markets, the, the people that, that um, are traveling in Saskatchewan as it is, regardless of what's going on in the world. So those are, the, you know, kind of our, our, what we'll continue to market towards. Um, but uh, U.S. has always been um, a big market, particularly for our fishing and hunting. Um, you know, we have great fishing uh, up north, all, well, all over the province. Um, so, but I don't know, I don't know what that will look like in, in the face of, of COVID-19 with, you know, the U.S. and what's happening there right now. So we'll just have to wait and see on that. But um, for our Saskatchewan people, I think that we'll, we'll see a lot of people just sticking around home a bit. You know, I think that this is going to have an economic impact on everybody. And I don't think vacation will be top of the list, right. unfortunately, but you know, we have amazing parks and lakes and all sorts of places for people to check out. And, and it's funny because a lot of people in Saskatchewan uh, don't travel in their own province. You know, we have a lot of people that do, but you know, there's a lot of people that just, oh, well, a vacation has to be away. Well, maybe they'll stay home and, and check out what's uh, right in their backyard. So we're Canadian. We like a good old fashioned road trip. <laughs> I live for the road trip. Yeah, I mean, I grew up, uh, you know, I grew up in Saskatchewan. We would hop in a car and drive to Edmonton or Calgary or Winnipeg for a weekend. And, you know, it's funny when I talk to um, people outside, from outside of Canada, they think that's crazy, you know, to drive seven hours just for a weekend. I'm like, that's nothing. It's right. Edmonton. It's nothing. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> right? So you, you, we would drive there for a concert and, you know, two days later drive back it's you know so that that might be a, a bigger draw you know people might just be hopping in their cars and and exploring a bit more so that would be great you know we're we're a close drive to a lot of places so that would be great for us um i think probably just the nature of what's happened to um the uh to flights i, I think that they will have to offer cheaper flights right off the bat because no one's going to have the money to, you know, make these long distance flights and we'll have, you know, I, I think it's just going to change the nature of travel. I don't like, I, who knows? Like that's a million dollar question. How, yeah. how we're going to come out of this. Right. Well, when, when things get back to normal, it's, it's going to be the new normal. Uh, I, I really encourage people to, uh, and even encourage myself to go to Saskatchewan. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you were supposed to come this year. I know. I know. Oh, and believe me. Oh, it's, 
it's, it's, if it's not on your travel radar, it should be on your travel radar. If you don't feel like spending the money to go to Europe or the U.S., there are plenty of places in Canada, Saskatchewan. Please don't overlook the heartland. That's where the gold is. And it's not just the golden fields, but it is, you know, veering off the uh, beaten path and exploring uh, the not so hidden, hidden gems that the province has to offer, right? My final question for you, Jody, is where does your soul live? And it doesn't have to be in Saskatchewan. Where have you been on the planet that's taken your breath away? Loaded questions. That's what I do. (laughs) That's a tough one. That's a real tough one. Um, Wow. Oh, you're going to have to edit all this humming and hawing. That's okay. Um, there are, oh, wow. <laughs> grasslands, grasslands. It like it, every time I go there, although I, I'm sad to say I've never been there with my husband. Um, and, but we were supposed to go this past year and for whatever reason, our trip got canceled, but um, he needs to go there with me because it's just, it's just one of those magical places. And I love taking travel writers there because they shut up when they're there. <laughs> That's what you need us to do. You need us to shut up. Oh, it's just, it's just a magical place. Like the sun sets there and, you know, you get um, the first time I went there overlooking Frenchman River Valley, I saw a herd of like a couple hundred bison. Like it's just, you know, and they have prairie dogs, like a little prairie dog colony. You can hear them squeaking and, oh, that's where my heart lives. Oh, it's just amazing. That's awesome. Jody Holiday, thank you so much for joining me on the Fact Up podcast. It is always a a pleasure. It is a privilege to speak to you. Thank you for taking the time. Well, I can't wait to get you to Saskatchewan. I can't wait to land and I can't wait to breathe it and see it and feel it. Definitely. Jody Holiday, Tourism Saskatchewan, thank you so much. Stay healthy and uh, we will chat super soon, hopefully sooner than later. All right. Thanks. Ciao. Bye.